Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MLB podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MLB podcast to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MLB podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's the Bomber Brothers Podcast with Ryan and Sean Chichester. Swung on and driven a deep left. For the line, she is gone. Aaron Judge, line one right down the line. Swung on and line to right center field. It is a base hit. Grounding third, scoring kind of from left off. And the Yankees win the ball game with two in the bottom of the ninth. Hit in the air to left center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a grand slam. Oh, a Stantonian home run. Talking all things Yankees baseball. And again, stay stay with us through the trade deadline for reactions, analysis, all that good stuff. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get to uh, the depressing last two games. And that was a pair of losses to the Mets. Couldn't have started out with much more promise. You were up against a pitcher in Taiwan Walker who really doesn't give up the long ball. And he gives up back-to-back in the first inning to Judge and Rizzo, and it seems like the Yankees are on their way, and then Montgomery completely implodes, seems to ask Boone why he's being taken out after he was <laughs> after he was absolutely terrible. Um, and, yeah, and then the Yankees can't can't complete the comeback. And then last night, of course, they, they lose on, on a walk-off after they can't get to Scherzer. They had some chances early. Scherzer wasn't settled, quite settled in yet, but the Yankees stranded some runners uh, I just saw the number last night and now it's leaving me, but there was something like one for 17 with runners in scoring position this series. They were, they were pretty dreadful and uh, yeah, now you got a pair of losses. They were horrible at runners in scoring position. The, I, I was surprised that Domingo Herman kept them in it last night personally. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't put up five runs in a series in a two game series and, and expect to come out with much in terms of wins, but look, it, it, it is ugly right now. They've only won two games since the all-star break. They're what two and six now since, since coming back. And that was after scuffling going into it. I know they're not this bad, but 
think things look things look rather rather bleak and hopefully Benintendi kind of just changes the mojo a little bit because those were two really frustrating games to watch it sucks to go up to nothing they can give up four runs right away and then you know have traffic uh, you know throughout a lot of the night I mean the Yankees had nine hits um you know coupled coupled with two walks so they had lots of base runners but uh they they couldn't muster up more than three runs and they had their shots against Scherzer last night and just never could come through. I, look, it was a rare off night for Judge last night, but he looked pretty bad. Um, and, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm just what's what's more concerning to me out of this out of this series is the disparity in in man, managers. Boone absolutely got pants this series by by Showalter, whether it was the whole Gallo pinch hitting for IKF debacle which I mean, Showalter was just waiting for that to happen. He was, he was praying oh, yeah. for that to happen. Pitch pitching to McNeil on back-to-back nights. And I know it worked out in game two, but it really shouldn't have because McNeil crushed the ball. It just happened to be that Glaber made a great play on a short hop. Like that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it worked out for you, but it really shouldn't have. You made a stupid move. The guy hit the ball hard. He just hit it right at someone, which the series had quite a bit of bad Babbitt luck for the hitters. And then I thought even one of the the the, the worst one was bringing in Hol- uh not Holmes not leaving Holmes in for one batter in the ninth because Escobar stinks hitting left handed and he's great hitting right handed so what do you do you put in you put in Peralta to turn Escobar around and have him hit from the right side where he's good he hits a double he winds up scoring the game winning run you know I, look we we haven't talked about Boone much since since the season because the Yankees have been winning and they've been dominating. But when you are going through these like scuffling periods, you need your manager to kind of play, like kind of be a flawless factor because he, look, he's not going to go into a slump. He's not good, but he just can't, he can't help the Yankees win these games because he has like, all right, maybe he's a great guy. He has no baseball IQ. He Showalter will run circles around him. And, and it's, it's not even close. Cashman has to improve the team in spite of boom, just so he can get above, above Boone uh, and his nonsense. It, it was terrible. It was so frustrating to watch. Everybody watching at home is like, what the hell are you doing pitching to, to McNeil? What the hell are you doing having Escobar hit uh, right-handed? It, it, and then the Gallo thing, obviously, was just, it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know the, um, I know there's not too many options in the in the bullpen right now or reliable options, but the the Peralta decision last night was, was such a head scratcher. I couldn't believe it. Um, you were just asking for trouble, letting Escobar, letting Escobar face a lefty, and it immediately burns them. The Gallo one, he explains it after the game and says it was more of an on-base situation. Like they're looking to get a runner on or hit one out of the ballpark, which Gallo really hasn't been able to do either this this season. I know he was. I know he's having his quote unquote best month of the season so far. But even but. You know, by Gallo standards this year, it's still not very good. And, you know, and you know, anyone listening knows where we stand on IKF and how he's not uh, much of a net positive for this team. But, I mean, we, what, he had a, he had two hits in the game and a 13-game hitting streak, whatever it was. Like, maybe he can at least put the bat on the ball and, and put one in play. Gallo immediately falls behind 0-2 and, and then strikes out. And which like you said is what Showalter was waiting for cuz he knew he had Diaz who's been one of the best closers in all of baseball this season wait, waiting in the wings to take over so 
totally agree. Boone was Boone was outmanaged by a veteran manager who has really really turned that Mets team around. They uh, they looked like the better team for these two games. I don't really believe that's the case in terms of the course of a full season or if they were to play a seven seven game series. But still, it's it kind of highlighted where the Yankees are struggling right now. They could they need more bullpen reinforcements to, like you said, kind of cover up where Boone tends to struggle sometimes. They need to start getting more out of out of the lineup and it's just it it hasn't it hasn't been pretty. It's like I said, ten and twelve in July. That's that's not great. Hopefully four games here against the Royals can can bring them back. But I think like we said after the Astros series, but might as well struggle now in July than August after the deadline because like, you know, show those cracks, highlight those needs so they can be addressed before the deadline and then get back on track. I'd rather it now than in August after there's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I I agree. You want to find, but I mean, they're not going to change the manager. Look, they pointed this out on the broadcast last night. It was like the fifth inning. Vogelback was up and and, uh, Litke was in. And Showalter didn't pinch hit for Vogelback. And and they made the point that they're going to go through the order again. And Showalter wants to keep that protection in for Alonzo, have that lefty bat behind him. And what happens in the eighth inning? Well, he has a great at-bat against Holmes, walks, and then they put in Jankowski, who's, who's – look, that could have won the game for them. It didn't, but it was 100% the right move for the Mets. And, and Showalter's thinking that many moves ahead. Meanwhile, Boone is just like, oh, oh, Holmes, your inning's over. I'm putting in Wandy now. Like, dude, what the hell? I, it's – it's, they're not going to be able to trade for another manager, so they have to make the roster so good that their manager can't hurt them because he he stinks. He's he's terrible. I I mean you you could put in uh, you could put in WFAN alumni Mike Francesa in the dugout. I'd be more confident at this point. But uh, just he would he would have traded for Giambi already. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, it would have... Brandon Inge. <laughs> All right. Well, that one, that one, he would have lost. Well, that's why he manager, not GM. <laughs> but it, it was, it was, it was such a frustrating two game series to to go up two zero in the first game, and then have your chances against one of the best pitchers in the game in game two, and and come away with nothing. Uh, Glaber did have a big hit that was really exciting. Uh, Hicks had you know uh, two two hits, a three hit series rather. Um, there were there were some positives, but overall. Um, like there's just there's just so much negativity right now. I feel like watching this team that uh, that we we're the Benintendi move and hopefully get a chance to beat up on the Royals a little bit because I need I need I need a little I need a little cleanser here after after watching this series and I need a cleanser from Donaldson man he stinks oh, yeah. he even when he hits the ball he watches it and makes it an adventure trying to get to second base how many times do you see him do that stupid thing where he drops the bat behind him and watches the ball and then it goes off the wall and then he's like. Look, I know he hits the ball hard, 75th percentile on hard hit rate, but he's he's freaking in the in the bottom 20 percent of the league in strikeout rate, whiff rate. He, he doesn't put the bat on the ball enough. He's terrible. 
terrible. I I'm think- tired of looking at him. I want. I don't want him in the lineup anymore. I want Torres at second, LeMahieu at third, all the time moving forward. Yeah, I mean, Donaldson has been fairly very good defensively at third, but LeMahieu's been great too, so you wouldn't be sacrificing much and you'd be getting way more offensively. And we saw Donaldson throw so far up the line on Monday that he plunks Lindor and then was just kind of – then just threw his hands up like like looking at the umpire to make some kind of call. Like, what are you expecting him to make? It was a terrible throw. All Lindor did was stay in the baseline and duck. What else could you do? It was a terrible throw. I think I think Monday was just another reminder that it's amazing the Yankees are as good as they are when their big offseason move was so far a pretty much a total flop. Like this this trade with the twins, you get rid of Sanchez and Urshela. So you do get a huge upgrade defensively behind the plate, but that's not even strictly on that deal. It's because they went and got Trevino, the catcher they got from the twins who they thought was going to be a main part of their catching platoon hasn't even played a game yet. IKF again, two hits on Monday. Great. Who cares? He gets picked off and kills one of their big rally chances right after they fell behind four to two. They had runners at the corners with one out. They had a chance to get right back into it. He gets picked off on by a pitcher who everybody knows has one of the best righty pickoff moves in the game. So I, I don't know what you're not prepared for in that situation. And you know, we don't even need to get into his defensive stuff, which was way, way overhyped. And then you have Donaldson, who hasn't done much of anything offensively this season. He's just been like, you know, a headache at times, and that's that's about it. It's that that off that big offseason move has been such a flop. It's it's bright. I mean, not, look, Urshela and, and and Gary Sanchez aren't exactly killing it over there. No, summer. no, but it brought you two guys that have OPSs of under 700. Like, come on, like terrible, terrible. Uh, I mean, I understand you improved the defense, but you could have got a better defensive shortstop a lot of different ways. And it it didn't have to be this way, taking on Donaldson's crap contract. I, I can't believe they have him next year. I really am so sick of watching him. I hope they find a way to move that to today. Like I'm, I'm so sick of looking at him. And, oh yeah, uh, they're they're gonna have to whatever trade they make, they're gonna have to attach some prospects that they probably weren't planning on getting rid of just so they can unload that salary. And it, it's coming. That's that's gonna happen because it's it's not working out. I don't I really don't have much hope that a 36 year old is gonna suddenly turn things on in August. I think this is just what what they're gonna get. 36 year old player who hits the ball hard when he makes contact, but doesn't make much contact. Motivates motivates the other team half the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it, in the midst of all these complaints and criticisms, which are certainly warranted, I think perspective is also important. You know, the, the Yankees are 10 and 12 in July. Yes. They also went 12 and 16 on it over the course of a month in 1998, and they were totally fine. Like these, these lapses happen. They yeah, even late in the year in '98, they probably would have lost even more games if Shane Spencer didn't suddenly turn into Babe Ruth. So there's there's reason to remain calm. The Yankees are now making moves to address some concerns that we have and that they obviously have. So I'm uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not ready to get totally panicked yet. Look, the Astros just got swept too. So, you know, teams struggle. It happens. Every team in the American League East right now, except for the Orioles, 
are is having some trouble. I mean, well, Toronto's won eight of ten, but they. I was going to say Toronto's cruising. Man. Yeah, but they they lost. Uh, they lost last night, so okay. They've won eight of ten while the Yankees have been slumping, and they're eleven and a half games back. So th- things are okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know things are okay. From yes, they're going to make the the postseason and 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 all that, but um, you know, you just you you see, you see the cracks, and you you want to ha- assemble a championship team. And when you want that, you 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 hyper focus in on like what could possibly stop us. I feel like and. You know, if if Donaldson's up in a big spot in October, I'm going to be very, very nervous that it's not going to work out. And, you know, if you have a bottom of the order, that's Donaldson, Trevino and and IKF. That really feels not great to get him out of there and, you know, have Hicks as your your seven hitter like that's that if that's the if that's the the bottom then that it improves a little bit because Hicks has been really, really good the last month. He's been he's been really a, a nice positive and a nice a nice little comeback story midway through the season that I think not a lot of people have been, uh, have been getting into, but he's been, been really, really good and, um, happy, happy for him. Cause we were, we were really down on him, but, uh, but happy to see him turn it around. And look, I, I, I think, I think going into the deadline, I was thinking I, I cannot watch Joey Gallo and Donaldson play anymore. So I think we've gotten rid of one of those. So I am thankful for that, but, uh, you know, now we got to just upgrade the the rotation here because look, it's going to be a different team when the Yankees play the Mets next time around in the subway series, but that's not really what we're gearing up for. We're gearing up to, to win the, win the league and be able to have the best record in, in the league and then win a championship. So um, hopefully Cashman is on the, on the phone, making some more moves to, to bolster that roster even further.